Hello, world, and welcome to another podcast brought to you by myself. My name is Taylor Bennett, and I'm a student at the Colorado Media School. Not only that, but I'm a carbon-based life form from the planet Earth. And one thing that I do require on a daily basis is food. And that is what today's podcast is all about. We're going to be talking about some interesting articles that I have found in the news recently about the food, and then also a recipe that I've worked on this week that I would love to share with you. And later on in the podcast, we have one of my very close friends, Jesus Estrada, who is not only devilishly handsome and one of the greatest people I've ever met, but he is a cook at a vegan restaurant called So Radish in Arvada, Colorado. And so let's get started because I'm so excited to tell you about one of the news articles that I saw this week about how Frito-Lays is actually coming out with a Cheetos flavored mac and cheese. Yes, you heard it right. A Cheetos-flavored mac and cheese. And they're coming out with three flavors, bold and cheesy, cheesy jalapeno. But I'm personally most excited for the Flamin' Hot. Never was a fan of the Flamin' Hot Cheetos up until, I would say, like high school is when I really developed my sense of spice, you could say. My my need for piquant provisions. Ever since then, I would say that one of my favorite foods of all time has got to be green chili. But on that note, another type of chili, we have Chipotle making headlines this week they're making a lot more than burritos and quesadillas this week they're actually making their own clothing line not only is it responsibly sourced which i can get behind they got to do something with all that guacamole especially if they're charging me extra for it it's definitely necessary but come on chipotle why do you got to charge me extra for it now pro tip whoever is making your burrito your barista your burrito tell them that they need to put it back under the press It's essential if you're trying to make that burrito a little bit more crispy and that cheese nice and melty. I'm telling you, it's a pro tip. you got to try it. And to switch it up from something that's a little bit spicy, one recipe that I've been working on this week is a slow cooker beef and broccoli. I am in love with this recipe. It's super easy to make. It took about four and a half hours in the crock pot and the the prep time altogether, but the prep time itself was super easy. All I did in my crock pot was I mixed up the soy sauce. You need about a half cup of that and a cup of beef broth. Mix that with a half cup of brown sugar, three tablespoons of sesame oil, and for a little bit of spice, a tablespoon of sriracha. Me personally, I put a little bit more, but if you're not into spice, I would try that first. And then once you've taken about a pound and a half of sirloin, and you've gotten it real thinly sliced, what you're gonna wanna do is put that into the crock pot with about three cloves of garlic that you minced. So that is what's going to marinate or cook for about three and a half to four hours or until the beef is tender. And once it is, you're gonna wanna spoon a few of those tablespoons of that slow cooker broth into a bowl and whisk it with some cornstarch. I used about two to three tablespoons of cornstarch. You can use more depending on how thick you like that broth around your beef and broccoli. So once you do that, add your broccoli. I used about two cups of broccoli florets and then I cooked it on high for about 20 to 30 more minutes. Once it's done, it's ready to go. Garnish it with some sesame seeds and green onions. Uh, I also cooked some white rice or some jasmine white rice on the side and that was really good as well. Basically classic, just stick it in a bowl, put it on your plate, then it kind of makes that cool bowl mold and then you just beef broccoli in the side so it looked just as good as it tastes. And I can say wholeheartedly, 
that I highly recommend. It's super easy. If you've got a crock pot, try it out for yourself. And now, a word from our sponsor. Do you love podcasts? Have you ever thought about making your own? Well, I have to let you know about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast ever. Everything they do, they make a streamlined, painless system for anyone, whether you're a seasoned pro or you're just starting your podcasting journey. So check them out, upload your content today, and you can even start making money off of it with sponsorships. So check out Anchor.fm. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm. Welcome back from the commercial break. Now I have for you, again, my very special guest, one of my best friends, Longtime friend and a cook at the vegan restaurant, So Radish, Jesus Estrada. Jesus, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, good to see you there, Tay. Um, most of my friends call me Mondo. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to all of you, uh, carbon-based life forms. Sure, we're all in this together, and uh, thank you for tuning in. But yeah, man, everything's going good. And so we'll get started right in the first interview question. What is your background in cooking Tell me a little bit more about how that all kind of got started. Oh, man. Um, started probably when I was around, I would say, nine years old. Yeah, that was when my dad, actually, he was one of the chefs at NCAR. It's uh, here up in Boulder. Uh, and he just kind of had a bring your kid to work day. And I came in and just kind of loved the dish pit. And that's kind of where I was born, as I like to say, is I was born out of the dish pit. And there I was doing dishes around 10, you know, 11, stacking them up high and, you know, making sure I didn't, you know, uh, break one or else it'd come out of my paycheck or I'd have to clean the drains, you know. And man, you know, as if you're a cook, you know how bad that can be. But yeah, man, that started right around then. And as I got older, uh, you get to know that uh, women love food. And uh, it's a bit of advice for all you gentlemen out there is one way to a woman's heart is uh, through their stomach. Just like a phoenix, you have rised from the dish pit. You are, you know, cooking, you're serving, you're kind of all over the place. But what's like your favorite part of like cooking vegan food? I think it's uh, mostly, I don't know, the people for, for one. Because uh, I've been cooking for a very long time and I just moved up to serving and just getting to know the community. Um, the vegan community is very cool. They're all very, very passionate people about their food and... Uh, they're just trying to go pro-plant. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there going um, negative on plants or anti-meat, and it's not about that. It's about pro-plant or pro-meat. It's, uh, it's not, one's not, you know, bad or the other. You know, one's not worse than the other. It's, it's good food, good food, good community, and probably my, the best part is uh, learning, you know, and never stop learning and, and, like, learning how to recreate dishes with just plants and nuts. Man, it's wild. It's wild. And so then what would you say like your favorite dish that you serve there is, you know, maybe like one that kind of surprises you on how good it is tasting. Like I know you brought home, but sometimes this, this pulled pork sandwich that man, it melted in my mouth. It tasted just like meat, man. I was very impressed. So what's your favorite dish served there? So recently we have uh, Mandu shout out to Shai. Uh, she, she bakes vegan biscuits and uh, we've recently had a uh, buffalo chicken biscuit sandwich with avocado and oh my goodness that right there that uh i bring an extra pair of underwear if i were you if you're gonna have that you know but man yeah she's a wonderful baker there so radish and it's just been that and there's plenty of other food like the spicy peanut tofu oh my goodness oh ooh, how can you go wrong with rice noodles some very surprising dishes that actually you can turn into vegan dishes like it, it amazes me with even just you know, how much versatility you can make with 
carrots, vegetables. Like carrots. I saw a video of some lady making like carrot bacon the other day, which is like some spice in an air fryer. Like it, it's yeah. it, it can be very versatile. So now, okay. So aside from the vegan restaurant, like what's your go to snack? You're not at work. You're just home chilling, playing video games, whatever you like to do. What's your go to snack? Man, I my guilty I would say guilty pleasure would be chips or ice cream. Man, that, that's a way to my heart if you get me a good ice cream. Oh, my goodness. Even more so with chips. Ooh, man. I mean, you can't go wrong with chips. Come in all shapes and sizes and flavors. Okay, so then what's your favorite flavor of each chips and ice cream? Man, that's like asking what like your very favorite movie is. Like, there's all kinds, man. Like asking your favorite one. kid? Yeah, like which one's your favorite kid, you know? Like, <laughs> you know. All right, so for my last question for you, I got to know, like, when you're out in Denver, uh, what is your favorite spot to eat? And maybe tell us about the last time you were there. Yeah, going back to the chips, though. There, once upon a time, they used to make these tapatio ruffles back in the day. And, oh, my God. I don't know. They're extinct now. But I'd say them if you could find those. But, yeah, favorite restaurant in Denver? I'd say there's many. Can't just have one. But one that I've recently tried has been called El Five. And I'd say it's on, it's on top of... Uh, pretty much a building really a skyscraper almost a hotel and you just kind of see the whole you see all of denver the whole outline stadiums and all and it's rather beautiful it's called l5 very delicious i highly recommend now that ends our questions but for this very last part i have a little bit of a surprise for you uh what i have right now this is a blonde ale brewed with roasted pueblo and serrano chilies so, real quick, I just wanted to maybe pour a glass for you, you know, maybe get your taste on something like this. Me personally, I know I said I love spice, and uh, so yeah, man, give this a pour. There you go. Dink it and sink it. Oh, wow. Cheers. That's actually really smooth. you think mm. it'd be a lot spicier than it is for having... Roasted Pueblo and Serrano chilies in it. Um, but wow, this green chili ale is really good. It's uh, from Soulcraft Brewing. So if you're a fan of beers, I would definitely try this. Especially if you're not too sensitive to spice. Maybe if you're sensitive to the spice, it might be kind of bad. But otherwise, this is really good. What do you think? It's delicious, actually. I'm not much of a spice fan. I'm a spice girl fan, though. So well, shout out to the spice girls. And shout out to the Spice Girls. Thank you so much for joining the podcast, Jesus. And I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast brought to you by me, Taylor Bennett. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy yourself and be safe.